0: Hello. I, hi. I'm I'm number 6 and welcome to the prisoner. But don't seem like anyone else is here. All right. Well. Um I guess I'll get on this boat with these uh two other people. Hi. Hi. How you doing? Oh, hey. Oh, what oh, are you wait, on my, What are you doing on our boat? You get off my
1: fucking boat. We're trying to run guns. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I um well before we have a fist fight to see who gets to own the boat, uh do you want to record a podcast?
1: I don't know what that is, because yeah, it's what's a podcast? <laughs> uh,
0: I'm Ashley, and uh, I'm joined, as always, by, uh, I'm looking at your name tag, which is weird to have for a gunrunner, but uh, your friend and mine, Molly.
1: Hi, it's me, Molly. I think this is the first time you've introduced me as Molly on this fucking podcast.
0: <laughs> uh, we have Luke here with us. Yeah.
1: Hi. Hello. Um, we, be, we be watching, we still be watching The Prisoner. We do. Yeah. Um, but, fuck that. Luke, what'd you do this week?
2: Ah, well, um, what have I done? I haven't done a ton. I've still been plunking away at Sekiro. Uh, we're still watching Avatar. Um, been watching a lot of Avatar. We're, like, closing in on the end of that show. Um, uh. Oh, I tried uh, Griftlands. Have you heard of that game?
1: Um. I saw you post Griftlands more like Goodlands today, so yes.
2: Yeah. Uh, Griftlands is the newest game from, uh, Clay. They're the people that did, like, Mark of the Ninja. Oh, shit, what? And Don't Starve, and... Yeah, they made a Slay the Spire, Molly. Fuck. Uh, they made a a narrative-driven Slay the Spire. God damn it. It's really good. (sighs) (sighs) Okay. It is, uh... it up. (laughs) Yeah, it is technically an early access still, but it's, um... Like, the thing that's not done is the third character. Uh, the first two campaigns are totally finished. I haven't started on the second one, but I played the first one to completion. Um, and yeah, it's it's a Slay the Spire deck builder thing, but the gimmick is that you have two decks instead of one. You have a battle deck and a negotiation deck. Mm-hmm. And at most points, you can decide whether to, like, try to talk your way through a conflict or take your fucking knives out and fight through it. And, like, the two different... It's two different card games. Okay. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Or it'll be like, you walk into a bar, and that's a guy you have to beat up. But maybe, if you do a negotiation round against that other guy at the bar, he'll help you beat that guy up.
1: That sounds pretty good.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, It's a lot of fun. I like it a lot.
1: It sounds pretty cool. Uh, yeah. And clay has been good to me
2: Yeah uh, Clay is pretty much batting a thousand I'm trying to think They, have be, they, made they a bad do one? be
1: making bangers
2: What's that like space survival one they did I think that one was kind of iffy With oxygen not included Yes I feel like I have not heard people like love that I've one I've never heard anybody talk about that I also,
1: yeah. I think they made, did they make shank? Oh they did them? make shank, you're right, yeah Yeah, but I don't I, don't, I haven't played it I, Yeah or I tried to for like 10 minutes. I, like, I don't think anyone thinks Shank is
2: bad. It's just kind of like whatever, but like yeah. then they made Mark of the Ninja and everyone fucking loves Mark of the Ninja. Which is the
1: greatest 2D stealth
2: game. Yeah. Of and all like, time. Invisible Ink, which God, Invisible Ink is good.
1: I haven't really tried it. It's uh, so but good. I know it's probably good.
2: Yeah, it's XCOM but with stealth. It's great.
1: And eh, never mind.
2: Okay, that's fair. <laughs> yeah.
1: Not a, not a big XCOM.
2: That's that's reasonable.
1: Yeah. I'm just Um, bad at it, and I don't want to be good at it.
2: Yeah, yeah, I have never finished a run in Invisible Ink. I thought I got there. I thought, like, ooh, this is clearly the ending, and then it wasn't. It kept going. I was like, well, I wasted all my resources winning this mission because I thought it was the end, so that's no good.
0: Yeah. The the closest I got to finishing an XCOM Is the most recent one Cerberus Squad uh-huh. But yo, I do not want to play SWAT cops right now
1: <laughs> Yeah have time for that
0: Yeah
2: Yeah, I beat the original XCOM once And that is all Yeah Yeah Anyway, that's that's it for me, I think
1: Okay, uh, Ashley,
0: what you been up to? Uh, I've been watching a lot of, of fumes. Okay And also some movies Okay Um uh, I watched uh, Attack the Block, which is an old, uh, well, not, like, old, old, but, like, it's one of, like, John Boyega's first movies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he plays a punk kid uh, in England, and then a bunch of aliens come down, and he has to kill them with all his friends. Nice. Yeah, I've heard that movie's good. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Uh, he does use a katana to kill aliens. Okay, all right. Good time. Yeah. Uh, and then at one point raises the katana above his head and it goes up into the ceiling and he has to, like, fight to get it back down.
1: It did, Yeah, it gets stuck on a wall behind him or some shit.
0: Yeah. I watched Logan Lucky, which is, like, a heist movie, which is directed by the same dude who made Ocean's Eleven, which is, like, one of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, one of my favorite, like, heist movies. Um, Zoe said that she likes this one better. Uh, Friend of the side, or... Member of the site, formerly, and...
2: Friend still, of the show? Because
0: Eidolon. Friend of the show? Yeah,
2: yeah I, formerly. Eidolon player? She's the, I, I, the, also host of the site. I, oh, I don't true. think Zoe's hosting the site. Wow, how did I think you said Lexi? <laughs> Why did I think you said Lexi? <laughs> God, I, I'm tired. No, I'm not really. I don't have a good excuse.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's fair. It happens. Um it, It's hard to be Ocean's 11 Like slickness and like The fact that like no one in that Like feels like they are, Care or are ever in any danger Which I appreciate <laughs> mm-hmm. Um But Chaining Tam's good uh, Watched a lot of documentaries v- Very rough stuff <laughs> You were
1: watching a lot of serious shit this week That I didn't want any part of
0: <laughs> Uh yeah I watched uh the 13th Okay, yeah, which is a documentary about um prison and especially prison in the terms of slavery right uh and how prison is built up both from like a legal standpoint and a social standpoint to be about the imprisonment and slavery of black men yeah, uh predominantly so yeah that's that that's a lot to uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Does end with a montage of people being killed by police. Whew. Yeah, um, it's it's a rough watch, but it's a good watch. Right, yeah, yeah. Um it's free on YouTube right now. I think it's also on Netflix, isn't it? Yeah, it was like a Netflix original, but they have it on free on YouTube at the moment. I gotcha. Um also watch Disclosure, which is another Netflix documentary, but that's about uh Trans representation in media. That was really good. Yeah, nothing like revolutionary. It's like all things that I talked about with friends. But sure,
1: yeah, you know,
0: I, it just doesn't. It it's good to good see good it way. out there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and I also watched Robot Carnival, which is like an old anthology movie Neat. of uh, anime about robots, and the one where it's like. Uh, I'm a guy. I want to fuck this robot so bad. Is is obviously the worst one. <laughs> uh huh. Mm hmm. But you know, it's it's a mixed bag. And there's some real good stuff. One one just takes place at fake Disney World, so of course I love it. Yeah. Um. Other than that, I don't know. I kind of played a bit more Pokemon, a bit more GTA Online. I'm kind of feeling like I'm done with GTA Online soon, though. Yeah. Yeah. you mm-hmm. know, it's, every...
1: it's been a long journey for you.
0: It has It's been Um,
1: about a month
0: It's just The last few times I've logged on It's like I've worked on something And then it got like Blown up by like Either a modder Or just like some random person Just real quick Yeah And it's like uh, Okay like This is like Turning into something Where like My work doesn't Result in anything And that's no fun Yeah Um but that's really it For the Mime week I guess Uh Wrestling continues to be bad. I did lose uh, my paycheck, which also sucks.
1: Yeah, not <sighs> good.
0: Yeah. I'd like to thank everyone who's listening to this that helped me. Uh, I was really surprised about how many people uh, gave money to my PayPal. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but, Molly. Um, what have you been doing? <sighs>
1: nothing good. LAUGHTER <laughs>
0: I mean, I, I, I look over, and you're just playing a, a lot of Mass Effect 2, and I know that's the best one. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm
1: suffering. It's everyone's favorite <laughs> Mass Effect. I want to die
2: Listen, instead okay. of
1: playing Mass Effect 2. I
2: know you're going to do a whole podcast about it. We don't need to dwell on it for long, but what the fuck with that arrival shit? Not arrival, uh, uh Overlord. Overlord shit. I... I don't know how I...
1: I must have blocked this out because I I didn't remember it at all. And then I got to the planet and it all came back and I was like, oh no, because it's just a DLC about how a guy took his autistic brother and stuffed a bunch of tubes in him because he could talk to the geth
2: and then just decided to do fun experiments on the autistic guy. Um, Everyone knows that when you're autistic, that means you can uh, talk to modems. Yeah,
1: number one, you could talk to modems and two, do math good. Everybody knows uh-huh. that about every autistic person. It's, it's fucking disgusting. I,
2: yeah.
1: there was a at that point, I was like, I almost don't want to keep going. Like, I, yeah, I don't even want to cover this series anymore. It's so bad. It is so bad.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, and then there's everything else about that fucking game, which. Right. I want to do a different podcast about Mass Effect 2, but um, hey, if you think that you remember anything good about Mass Effect, just the series in general, just... No, you didn't. <laughs> you're, you're remembering it wrong. Well, there's, I do remember one good part, and that's that the
2: Vanguard charge goes whoosh.
1: The Vanguard charge do go whoosh. It's the only thing keeping me. Yeah. Uh, I got, listen, I got my biotic cooldowns, uh, the cooldown reduction really high, uh, and I'd just be charging.
2: Yep. That's, uh, that's the reason to go on to three, Molly, is that you can, uh, also Nova then.
1: Yeah, that's true. Um, that, you do get all the cool, like, Vanguard powers in three. Um, but the problem is that I, when I played Mass Effect, or Mass Effect Royal, Persona 5 Royal, um, over the last, you know, week and a half or something that it took me to get through it, um, I pressed the skip dialogue button a lot because I <coughs> knew all the beats. Right. And even though I know all the beats from Mass Effect 2, I still kind of have to pay attention because I'm going to talk about it for a podcast.
2: Yeah, that is kind of so a So I thing. have to
1: read all the dialogue and ingest it and suffer, really.
2: Yeah, um, yeah. And it
1: just, um,
2: it's just not a good time. But like, what about the fun cast of characters you get to pick up everywhere? Like I hate the- every single one of them. <laughs> Except well, for every grunt.
1: single one. No, grunt. Grunt is good, and Thane is my husband. Yeah, I was gonna say, have you turned your back on Thane? No, I wouldn't. All right. No. Well, he did say that if you have a illness, then your body and soul are not whole. But that's a whole. And he's got. Ooh, <laughs> dude. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of weird throwaway lines That's just kind of, oh that was really
0: ableist Yeah I I I talked about how earlier Like a week or two ago I really didn't like The Last of Us And Uh a lot of people have very smart Reasons why they didn't like The Last of Us But I just kept dying and so I hated it Right, yeah, yeah, yeah (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And I, like Mass Effect, I was like The whole reason I hated it was like I don't like really just like get how to play this game, so it's not good.
1: <laughs> well, the thing about Mass Effect One is that it sucks to play. It it sucks yeah. in every way possible. In well, the year I of our No, Lord I never played
0: Mass Effect One. I just played Mass Effect Two. Okay, well that <laughs> game is
1: solid gameplay wise. So I don't
0: yeah. know. Uh, yeah, like, I don't think it's amazing,
1: but it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, people who still talk about it as if it's one of the best games ever made um, no. need to read a book. Probably. Yeah. Any book, any book, read one book and Read some Shakespeare <laughs> Read some Shakespeare, brush up on your philosophy <laughs> um, Yeah, just
2: Or just like, actually just think don't play about Mass Or just think about that story and like, critically analyze it Instead of just like, thinking about the nostalgia feelings you had for it Yeah, like, I, I get
1: it, I had a lot of nostalgia for it And then I yeah. just went and looked at it again, and now I don't
0: Right, yeah, rather than think about when Morden did a funny song, right? Maybe think about when he did a genocide. Think about
2: how there's a mission in that game that's basically stand around for three hours while Morden tells you why genocide is good.
1: Oh, that's that's generous. It is twenty minutes. All right. All the all of the missions. So f- there is a there is a pattern to the loyalty missions, which is one person yeah. I know uh is missing and i have to go find them and he may have betrayed me but i don't think so and then you find them and yes they have indeed betrayed this person and then you are given the option do you want to let the person who is loyalty or getting kill them or no and then the good guy option is no even if they're like a fucking mass murderer or something uh and then you say see don't you feel better and they go yeah thank you Shepard i'm gonna not die in the
2: suicide mission. I was gonna say even the ones that aren't that you meet a person who betrays you during the mission. Yes, like Jack and Grunt don't have that setup, but they do have that payoff. Yeah, it's <sighs> gotta have
0: also a boss. My, my only other thought about uh, Mass Effect Two is that it's fucked up the Jack straight.
1: It is fucked up the Jack is straight. I don't know who yeah. the fuck made. Well, I know who made this game. Um, yeah. They will pay for their crimes one day. <laughs> Patrick Klepek looked at Jack and was like, yeah, that's a straight girl. I don't know what you're talking
2: about.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, yeah, so there's... Uh, I appreciate that Jack's alternate costume in the game Once you do her loyalty mission is she just gets a shirt yeah. instead of just having a belt over her titties. Uh-huh. Which makes me uncomfortable, honestly. Yeah. I didn't like it. Um. Anyway... I have I well, didn't, how how the or you didn't like the be. shirt, I didn't like the belt. I didn't like the belt. Okay, yeah. It just seems like it would hurt to wear. It just yeah, doesn't I look don't comfortable. know if the belt
0: is comfortable.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it just it just looks like it sucks. It's uh I it, it is very le- it, it is lesbian chic, don't get me wrong. Sure. Like that is that is some shit you would see at pride and I would not even blink. But
0: Yeah, but that's a pride strong. look. That's not a day like, yeah, day Yeah, that's,
1: <laughs> that's that's pride wear. That's <laughs> Also, she's straight. She can't wear that. That's appropriation. <laughs>
0: she she's like coming out with like an ally song, and I was like. Mm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I have. Uh, go if you haven't go listen to Journal Updated. I we have a whole two hour episode about how Mass Effect is fucking terrible. Yep. Um it's not just that, but it is a lot of that, because it is impossible to talk about that game without discussing how it is uh, extremely racist and uh, xenophobic, and uh, it, it makes analogs to
2: real-life events that they probably really shouldn't have. Yeah, it's... I think one of the most telling things to me is that you can talk about how fucked up and bad Mass Effect is for a while before you even get to the race of banker aliens... <laughs>
1: They do have a race of banker aliens that
2: are funny oh, little fat
0: guys that you're supposed to laugh at. They're funny little
1: fat guys who make funny breathing noises.
0: <laughs> oh shit! J.K. Rowling wrote that. J.K. Rowling. They. She. Yeah.
1: It's made by the worst people in the universe. Truly, it's just awful. It just yeah. sucks. I, I am like,
2: I have less respect for myself because I used to like it. <laughs>
1: I mean I we played it in like what 2012 2013 and all that like I get it we were different people back then I thought I was a boy like granted I, but also that wasn't that long ago it was nearly 10 years ago I guess I when Mass Effect 3 came out I believe I was 23 and I'm turning 30 this year
2: yeah that's a while. I was still in high school when Mass Effect One came out.
1: Yeah, so maybe give yourself a little bit, of, a little all bit right. of room. We all grow, we all change. That's fair. Well, I wasn't, I wasn't a communist until like a year and a <laughs> half ago. Properly, like I was getting there, but I was not proper there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, we filled up about twenty minutes because I'm pissed off. I yeah. have been mad about this for like a week and a half because I've just been playing. Mass Effect 2 because I have to for a podcast And I've just been mad the whole time Like Even when I'm not playing it, I'm mad about it
2: When you know the game's gonna be bad Why not wait until it's closer to the record time So you don't have to stew on it And sit on your thoughts about it forever Well, because I like to think about this stuff Before
1: I go into something Weird Um, (laughs) Yeah, I know And then um, also because I really want to play Dishonored 2 And once I finish Mass Effect 2 I will give myself permission to play Dishonored 2
2: I am thinking about getting the Dishonored games Luke You should play Dishonored, it's really good I've never played either and I think I'd like them I think you would like them
1: too I th- Listen, I was right about Kingdom Hearts You were, yeah <laughs> Dishonored is nothing like that But I am right about it So that's, yeah. that's the connecting tissue here um, Dishonored is really fun You should play 1 and not touch 2 Until you're completely done with 1 uh, and then you can move on because there's a lot of big upgrades to that game system. Uh, oh, I it's a little see. Janky, but You're it's saying fun. if I
2: start with two, I won't be able to go back. Uh,
1: that's what I have heard, and okay. I have not properly played two yet. I am excited to. What if I just um, skip one and just play two? No, what? <laughs> no, the fuck? <laughs> Dishonored one. Dishonored one is still a really good game. I uh-huh. I literally just played it like three times. It's really good. All right. And the DLC is better. You could just get it for like ten bucks or something. It's yeah, not I'm hard
2: sure it's I'm sure it's rock cheap, rock it's, cheap. Yeah, it's that's rock not cheap,
1: a... cheap as rocks.
0: It, it's not, but it works. I don't know gravel,
1: pretty expensive by the square foot. I have no idea if that's true or not. Anyway, let's talk about <laughs> the prisoner.
2: Let's talk about the prisoner.
1: Um, we watched episode seven, many happy returns. Um. There is, here's a fun fact There's no dialogue for the first 20 minutes They just don't talk They just
0: don't talk I, Molly said that to me and I was like Oh fuck yes This is, this is <laughs> an Ashley episode right here I, I think I specifically said Oh I'm already rock hard <laughs> You did say that you were rock hard <laughs> Maybe a bit too much but Maybe <gasps> I wasn't going to say Listen. it on the
1: podcast That's up to you You can talk about your dick all you want
0: I don't like that,
1: though.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. Um, They did listen. kind of say, like, hey, you know what was a great episode we made? Chimes of Big Ben. You know what we should do? Make Chimes of Big Ben again, but different. <laughs> but better. But better. But way better. <sighs> Here's the thing. I, mm. uh-oh. Yes. Uh-oh. <laughs> yes. It's no, no. I think, like, most for the most part, I agree. I just really like the number two from Chimes.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I love him. All-timer. He's great. Like, and I think that there is something to, like... They're, like, going about it in two different ways.
2: Yeah, for sure.
0: Um, This is
1: extreme, like, as much as we just said that, it's an extremely different episode.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, the the only similar is, like, he returns to England in some form.
2: I would almost say, Molly, this episode kind of, uh... Like supports your view of like fuck you for trying to order these because I don't know if it makes I don't think either watching this first or chimes first makes much sense in either case it's like why are you don't you remember what happened last time come on man yeah it it doesn't matter (laughs)
1: These are just disconnected stories. Yeah. They well, no. This one happening after Chimes of Big Ben is even better because this one happens over the course of like a month, and they were like, well, when he did Chimes of Big Ben, he was gone for like a day, and that didn't break him. What if we let him leave for like 30 days? Yeah. Would that break him? Or it could be the other way around, too. Maybe like actually
0: leave this time. (laughs) Yeah. I I kinda love that like they just be a dicks. Oh, they yeah. just like,
1: <laughs> um, I this episode's fucking incredible. It's great. Um, let's let's talk about it. We can probably breeze through this one pretty quick. No dialogue, so yeah, because there's probably. no dialogue. I mean, there's some stuff that happens, but for the most part, it's a very quiet episode. Right. Um, six wakes up, uh, and everything's pretty quiet. Like the speaker in his house isn't doing anything, and when he goes to turn on his faucets in his house. Uh, There's no water. His his utilities were not paid. Yeah, Um, can't make his (laughs) lights turn on. Uh, nothing's like the doors that usually open automatically do not open. And when he goes outside, there is no one there. There's also no
2: incidental music for any of this, which makes me think that all of the background music in this show is supposed to be diegetic. Yeah, kinda. (laughs) Like that shitty festival music is just always playing.
1: God, that explains why there was, like, the, the, such a weird soundtrack to the last episode. Yeah. Uh, just because that's what's just playing in the in the uh, Board of Education constantly, is that, <laughs> right, weird, exactly. that weird, like, lullaby shit. <laughs> um, anyway, Six gets addressed and he's like, I, I guess I'll take a look around town. And he does, and there's no there's way here, at all
0: There's a kitty, though.
1: There's a kitty, though. Nice little yeah. black cat. What a friend. Yeah. Uh, just chilling Out has
2: nothing to do with the episode. No. There's just a cat here. There's just a cat here. Like, I feel like it's supposed to, like, represent something or something, but no, it's just a
1: cat. Uh, you know, it represents bad intentions or something. I don't know. It's bad a black luck, because it's a black yeah, cat, maybe.
0: Right. I, I I do like how there is an uh, empty milk bottle at his door. Yes. Yeah. He put it out to Which... get it replaced, you know? I know, and he'll be replaced soon. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um so he goes up to like the um the church bell um after looking around the town for a bit and he starts ringing it and nothing happens. Um and we see him like he finds the cart. Um that's usually being uh yeah, driven they, around.
0: They, there is just fully no one here, like not even people inside. Just yeah no one he
1: goes to two's place and he like pulls the doorbell or whatever and like the door doesn't open automatically like it usually does and he has to push open the door and he's like what the fuck is happening here and i was telling Chris, i know it's probably because there's no electricity but i love the idea that there was somebody manning this station <laughs> and like opening the door whenever someone got close to it yeah yeah um, but he goes inside He like pries open the door to the big circle room Flips the chair around There's nobody there but the umbrella is Like he gets in the cart And he immediately like goes to the woods He's like alright fuck it I'm chopping down trees
2: Something I noticed um, too is that in the intro They usually like show you a few quick shots Of the, this episode's number two And they don't do it in this one They
1: don't do it and uh, This episode's spoilers This episode's number two is a woman But they yeah. use a voice from a different opening
2: Yeah 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 uh,
1: for this yes. number two
0: I, uh, I love always that his First and like it makes sense but Like his first thing i like well gotta chop some trees Yeah <laughs> yeah he's yeah. gonna get some wood together
1: Uh for he puts together A raft with some um oil barrels That were in town um, Uh Uh <laughs> survival game
0: but you just wake Up on the in the village in the village <laughs> Uh isn't that Daisy? Uh I mean there'd be zombies yeah. If it was Daisy.
2: At some um, point, I do need to, like, figure out how to run the, like, prisoner adventure game from the 80s and see how that is.
1: Man. Maybe one day. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Six goes to the general store before he leaves, and he's like, okay, need some paper. So, he takes a copy of the tally-ho with him. Um, and he gets a little notebook and he writes an IOU on the counter <laughs> yeah. of the general store he says I'm number 6 I owe you like 96 work credits I'm sorry I'm taking a camera I'm taking a speaker box I'm taking some food with me um, and he takes a bunch of pictures of the village before he leaves um, he, he grabs a camera and he starts taking some stills um, and then he gets on his raft and he's like alright I, I guess I'm fucking
0: leaving like yeah, he is like, the entire time is just kind of like, all right, it's time for them to come out and get me. It's you know, like, all right. Yeah, yeah, there's definitely an
1: apprehension to everything he's doing. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, he's he assuming right. this is
2: a trick and he's just like waiting for the other shoe to drop. Yes.
1: Yeah. Um, and eventually he gets out on the water uh, and he wraps up the film that he took the pictures on in a plastic bag, like, ties it over four or five times, puts it in his pocket. Um, and he's keeping a diary, a log of how far he's gone, what direction he's going, um, all this stuff. Um, and he uses some of the uh, parts from the speaker he took to make a compass. Um, it's it's pretty
2: neat. Yeah, no, it's all yeah. good. It's just, yeah, like you said, there's there's no dialogue and it's just kind of like you're sitting with him as he's on this boat. I like that he's shaving, like, you're the out in ish- the ocean.
1: He did buy a razor to shave. Gotta keep that look, you know?
2: He, he doesn't yeah. want to look like a fool when he gets picked up But eventually he does give up on it Because he starts to grow a beard Yeah, he does
1: um, But yeah, he he makes a compass out of that stuff And he's he's out at sea We see him write down his log for day 1 We see him write down his log for day 5 Day 7, day 18 um, And I think event When does he get picked up? Like day 20-something?
2: Yeah, I think it was day 25
1: Yeah, something yeah. like that because he also, like, he eventually just passes out. Yeah, yeah he, he passes out uh, because, as we learn later, he is sleeping precisely four hours out of every 24.
2: Yes. Um, <laughs> Which, he gets picked up. hey, yeah. four, 24 divided by four, you know what that is? That's six, baby. Makes you think, don't it? No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, but he um, eventually, like... Kind of comes to and realizes that Somebody is on his raft Taking all of his shit um, And he pretends to be Asleep and or dead Um, So all the guys take all the stuff Off his boat, they throw him in the water uh, Leave him to die um, And as soon as he hears The boat engine kick back on He bolts into action, grabs a rope And sneaks on board It's just some Um, fun
2: stealth game shit Yeah, fun
1: little stealth game shit Fun little hitman sequence Yeah um, and he gets into the ship's hold um, Starts taking a look around At all their stuff uh, He sees that they are gun runners um, they, they have like a box of uh, Of just, guns Yeah it's under. like machine guns Yeah and yeah. they are cooking the food That he brought with him to eat themselves uh, And at first I was like okay these could just be people From the village and they just have cans of village food This could just be that <laughs> Yeah Um. But it, it, it's not um, They are speaking a language That I don't think it I think all of the foreign language in this Is supposed to sound like a specific language But is not
2: Yeah I'm guessing it's more of like the gibberish That the lady in the election episode was speaking
1: Yeah and I think But I think it has like a A leaning you know Cause like these guys yeah. kind of sound like they're speaking Russian Or something with that kind of uh-huh. um, Like that kind of <laughs> sound To it. Uh, but it But it's probably definitely nonsense um, but he eventually, after going through all the shit, like starts a little smoke fire to draw them into the uh into the cabin and knocks this them out one the, at a time.
0: The first time that he has felt like a good spy in a while. Yeah. Yes.
1: Let's <laughs> see, he's just been on a weird fucking village and
0: shit's really weird and True. he doesn't yeah, get like, it. This is the first time that people have like reacted normally. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
1: He, this is the first time he's interacted with, you know, air quote, normal people. Um, but we see him. He sets up the little smoke fire, um, which makes one of them come in there. He knocks him out, knocks the other one out. Because um, it's only the two of these guys on the boat. He mm. ties them up. Um, and he uh, he leaves them in a room, chains the door. Um, and he starts piloting the boat himself. Mm. Um. Eventually the two spy, two uh, gun runners come to And they roll over and they start undoing each other's ropes Um Because Six did not like put them in separate rooms Like a fool
2: Yeah I'll say like I like all of this When it gets to the part where they untie themselves And they have like fist fight too I'm like oh I've had enough we can move on
0: <laughs> I get yeah. it I like it But like I don't know if it's like 100% necessary yeah. I, I like the idea though That he is like even being a good spy he's like He is so fucking tired dude He's so sleepy yeah.
1: Here's the thing
0: He is This is still minute 18
1: Before yeah. there's any real dialogue He has not said a word yet Yeah the like, only
2: dialogue has been in an untranslated foreign language
1: Yes And yeah. it's
2: and it's in theory just gibberish Yeah
1: um, But you know these two like break down the uh, A cabinet that's in there that leads into the other room So they can get out uh, They have the fist fight but six has already found like a lighthouse that he's going to use to get to shore. Yeah. Um. So eventually <laughs> uh, when they pull a gun on him, he just jumps out of the boat and they're like, all right, fuck this. I'm leaving. Like we don't, this guy is nobody and he'll probably die on his way to shore. So whatever. Yeah. Uh, and they, and they just let him go. He ends up on the shore, wakes up the next day uh, and comes upon some Romani folk Yes. Uh, who are just kind of hanging on the side of the road. Um, <laughs> which it, It's kind of funny to see at first. He's like, oh, six, where'd you end up, buddy? Right, yeah. Uh, but fortunately, it's 10 feet from a main road in England. <laughs>
2: Where there's just like a British constable just on the side of a country road? These children, they, they explain it
1: later on as like there's a checkpoint set up because there is a prisoner who escaped from jail.
2: Oh, um, I and they're that. like, okay. Yeah, they yeah. say that,
1: and then they're like, no not you man we weren't talking about yeah you. like un- <laughs> un- unrelated to, to you yeah yeah um but he you know he he makes his way through um this episode doesn't really start having a plot until <laughs> yeah. like 25 minutes in so we're gonna get there um he keeps going um eventually makes his way into london
0: uh, yeah, he. I love when he gets in the truck and just kind of curls up. He's like, mm. he does get in
1: the cab He gets in the back of a big truck and then he curls up and he just falls asleep on the uh, like little bunk that's above the cab. Yeah, and he's just like, fuck this, dude. Yeah, he's just like mm, sleepy. <laughs> sleepy time. <laughs> I haven't slept properly in twenty five days. God,
2: God, yeah. imagine how sleepy you'd be.
1: I, you would be so tired, just all the I time. Have-
0: I I said to Molly like, you know the oh I've been only sleeping for four hours every day you know every night. It's like, Me too, bitch. Like, You're not special.
1: <laughs> we all have depression.
0: <laughs> I you know I, I've been kind of my sleep schedule's been whack for a lot of reasons lately. Yeah, and I have just had that thing where it's like oh yeah I've fallen you know like only slept a few hours a night. And then I had my like woke up at three p.m. today. Yeah. Yeah, and I know it's not good. No, but right. It is the reality. It just be like that. Mm-hmm. Um. So, lady, uh, I also want to say the Ramani lady. She's very nice.
1: Yeah, yeah. They they gave him some water.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah, and she's like, "Why are you guys being a fucking assholes to him?" Yeah. <laughs> um. But he back in
1: London walks his way back to his old apartment. Um. And, like, he walks around the block first, and he's like, okay, I'm pretty sure this is where I used to live. Pr- I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he walks up to the door, and he knocks, and a, um, and a maid lady comes out and is like, hey, yeah, I, do I know you? Do you need something? And he's like, uh, this isn't your house. And she's like, pardon? Beg, beg pardon? <laughs> what? <laughs> um, and he's like, oh, that's not what I meant. Can I talk to the owner of this house is what I mean? Um, and she's like Uh, no, you can't, thanks My Bye. mistress isn't in, good day Good day Uh, closes the door on him Uh, but then we hear a car come around the corner And it is Six's fucking car From the intro <laughs> yeah. uh, It's
0: so good Yeah,
1: being driven this by is, some woman
2: This is, uh, my six gender swap <laughs> <laughs> Should we just say the spoiler now? Because I have a comment, but I can wait This is number two. This is number two. Do you think that Mrs. Butterworth holds onto his car all the time, or does every number two get to drive his car? I think anybody
1: in London visiting from the village gets to drive his car. (laughs)
0: They just pass it around. Yeah, they just pass it around. It's it's become a company car. (laughs) Yeah. Um,. But he's,
1: he confronts the lady, and she's like, oh, okay, you're really interesting. Uh, I'm Mrs. Buttersworth. You want to come inside my house? I'm, um,
2: like, 90% it's not intentional, but it's very funny to me that her name is Mrs. Butterworth.
1: I told Press, I was like, this is homestuck to me. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, but, yeah, she invites him in. And is like, yeah, you're kind of a weirdo, aren't you? You could come inside. You clearly have in need of, like, clothing and food and anything. Yeah.
0: His uh, like the knee of his Pants are like blown out
1: yeah He's his clothes are fucked up Um, As you could imagine wearing them for a Month would do yeah Um, But she goes Into the um, into Like the study which is the room That is in his place Back on the village like the the Copied place Um, and She's like what's your name and then he's like I'm An exile (laughs) (laughs) And she's like a nameless Exile huh and he's like, I, I'm, I'm Peter Smith.
0: Yeah, she, he's a wandering vagrant. Yeah, yes. Um, it's a wayward um, vagabond. Like, yeah, <laughs> she's like, okay, well, you stay here.
2: Then I'll Able get some refreshment. Fine. <laughs> <Pride. laughs> a pair of good men to camp.
0: Both <laughs> <laughs> of you shut the fuck up.
2: Uh,
1: this is what I get for saying Winston wants. <sighs> he is. Yeah,
0: that but one. he is. He is just. Extremely on edge this entire time yeah. yeah
1: He starts looking around the room and he's like Hey this is still all the shit From my fucking apartment Like she has not changed anything Yeah. Like I know I am in London Like I can tell Like this is my place and he picks up the phone To like listen
2: to the dial tone for a yeah. second He's like okay that's a real phone I love that he has to check the phone And look out the window to make sure the village isn't out there Yes. You know, don't blame him. No, I just, I like it. Yeah.
1: Um, so they start talking to each other. He asks what day it is. It is March 18th. And he's like, oh, tomorrow's my birthday. And she's like,
0: okay, weirdo. Um, <laughs> I, like, the feeling you're kind of getting from her is like, she kind of wants to fuck him.
2: <laughs> yeah. She would. She would. She wouldn't turn him down. No. She's not like. Listen, like I, she's not gonna push for it. But if he wants to, yeah, she's up for it. Yeah, yeah
1: sure. Uh, instead, they just cuddle for a bit. Yeah. <laughs> he just sits down on the on the couch. She's like, "Fuck, I'm tired," and she's like, "Here, I got some finger food for you. Here, eat this. Eat these little sandwiches." <laughs> he he loves
0: these little sandwiches.
1: He eats uh, like an entire buffet's worth of stuff. Yeah, it's like one Um, of those
2: fancy like three-tier trays and he just demolishes it.
1: Yep. Um, but she explains that like her husband had passed away. He
0: Yes. They're basically doing some like granny play here.
2: (laughs) Oh (laughs) That's a term you've introduced uh
1: into into this discourse. Can't take that one back. No, I can't. (laughs) You should, but you can't. (sighs)
0: Anyway (laughs) She's like oh you're so You're so famous you need to eat more (laughs) (sighs) Would you like one of these crinkly Candies
1: (laughs) I have a Werther's for you son (laughs) Um So she explains That her husband is fucking dead uh, and that she just moved in here recently. She just signed a 10-year lease, which is wild to me, but sure. Yeah. Maybe that's um,
2: how it goes
0: with bigger fancier places like that. I guess. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> like yeah, when you have a maid. It's, yeah. I don't know. You're living such a different life than me that I cannot yeah, understand I you. It.
1: Um but it's 10 years fully furnished and he's like, "Hey, can you show me the lease to this place and uh like the book for the car out there because I I just want to check something Um and he starts explaining How he knows everything about the Uh about the house Um and she's like yeah listen I already Fixed the sink and I, I know There was a patch of mold back there but that's also Been fixed I believe you that this was your Place you don't have to convince me
2: Yeah and, and then, she says that he just has like a moment where like He just kind of slinks Down a little and he's like I'm, I'm not used to that <laughs> I'm like yeah. oh buddy Yeah he's had he's
1: had a Tough time <laughs> yeah He's had a rough, he's had a rough few months
2: It's, it's, part of what I like about this episode is that he is on guard all the time And it's nice to, like, you have this episode where he is just, like, yeah He feels like he's safe to lower that guard And you can see just how much everything has actually been getting to him
1: Yeah, for sure Like, he's not an asshole this episode He is just, he is, he's still trying to keep it together But he's, he's clearly vulnerable in some way Yeah, Um, but, uh, he, like, takes a look at everything, and, like, looks at the lease, and is like, yeah, these aren't the same, like, real estate agents that I dealt with, and this book for the car doesn't have me listed in it, and the lady's like, yeah, I just, I bought it, I don't know who had it before, but it was cool, so I bought it.
0: Yeah, it came, it came with the apartments.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and she's like, you know, it was a reasonable price, so I just threw it in there, and, you know, I just, just really like to drive really fast, so it seemed great yeah um but six goes listen i have to make two important calls one in the country one in town and he's about to leave and she kind of starts freaking out about it and is like you can't just leave you are dressed like a vagrant you need to get yourself together before you can leave this place uh arthur my dead husband was about the same size as you and i kept his wardrobe so why don't i let you wear some of his clothes um and he's like, Uh, okay. And she's <laughs> a little, like a little weird but okay. <laughs> yeah, a little weird but okay. Um, and she asks him if like he's in some kind of trouble. And like he she asks, like, do you even have any money? And he's like, I, I, I suppose I don't and she's like, Listen, see, exactly. So let me give you some clothes, let me give you some cash, I'll let you drive the car if you fix the overheating problem it has. Like Just make sure you bring the car back, okay? I'll I'll bake you a birthday cake when you come back. It's,
2: uh... She's being so nice, and it's so fucking mean. It's so Uh, mean. Oh, I love her. This is, like, the first time that he thinks he's experiencing, like, legitimate human kindness in God knows how long. And it's a fucking trick. Yep.
0: Yeah, like, when she says, I'll make you a birthday, like, cake, he's, like, so... Happy like he's like I like I'm yeah he's like I'll, I'll hold you to it yeah And like such a genuine way And then at the end Oh it's so good Yeah well, we'll get
1: there we'll get there Um but He we see like the intro to the show again He drives down that path like with the With the arrows on the road he walks down The hallway we see him open the doors To the um To the guy's office and he Walks in the same way uh, And the guy looks up and he goes oh He's like, "Oh, you're right. back,
2: right?" And this is the part where I was like, "What the fuck are you doing, man? Come on, <laughs> get yeah, get a plane going ticket going back. and leave." I mean, like, but I yeah,
1: guess like, it- so. The way I see it is that he must think that he has to talk to somebody about this because sure. if he leaves on his own, they're just gonna find him again, like if he tries to at least uh, ally himself with someone, there's a yeah. chance that somebody will uh, try and protect him, right? You're
2: totally right. And it's one of those things, like, you just kind of have to assume that Chimes of Big Ben didn't happen because otherwise, like, he already knows these folks are compromised.
1: Well, maybe because these are different people from that episode. That is true. That it's different. This is a completely yeah. different cast. Yeah, so
2: maybe he just thinks that one guy was compromised and he was, like, a Which. Yeah.
0: You... yeah, like, it's still extremely, like, forgiving, but, like, he also makes it clear on this that he doesn't 100% trust them until Oh, for sure. Yeah. It looks like they do, too.
1: Because they they, like, uh, they look at all the photos he's got, they listen to a story, and they're like, uh, doubt. I, this this sounds like bullshit. You disappeared for months, and now you're back telling us about this place you went to. These are all just ground-level photos of a place that you were. It looks like a vacation home, because it is. Uh, and like we don't know what to do with you at this point and he's like all right listen you either fucking help me or i'm going to russia and then russia will help me
0: yeah cuz yeah, he yeah, he basically he says outright like i don't know who runs this place but you know if it's us or them but if you do not help me i will go to them yeah
1: yeah and they never say like russia or anything it's always the other side yeah Right, because this is like I don't think they ever, ever, or ever properly say like this is even London, but it is like obviously. Oh yeah, but yeah, yeah, They never talk about location. They never talk about like they're going to talk about him being in the countries, right? But never anywhere more specific than like a country, because you know in this they're going to start trying to locate where the village is. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they talk to each other for a little bit, and uh, a guy named Thorpe is in charge of him or something. Yeah. Um. But they talk for a while, um, and they talk about, like, the things that he's been through. Like, the voting episode happened before this one.
2: Yeah,
1: Um, yeah. They talk about the election when he talks about how they have their own cinema, their own newspaper, their own television system, a credit card system. Like, they have all this stuff, and they're like, okay, so you didn't just leave? And then he was like, well, they also had a very impressive graveyard.
0: (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad that he also does not bring up Rover, because he's like... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that would be too much for. Yeah. It's a step too far maybe. I
2: can't explain the magic floating ball that murders people.
1: Yeah. Which I think um, the
2: impressive graveyard line is like what number 2 says in the first episode. Is it? It's yeah. a
1: it's still a good line. Yeah. Um but Thorpe is like, "Listen, you have to forgive us because we have a problem because, you know, all that stuff, you resign, you disappear, you return." And that's when he explains that, like, listen, if you guys don't help me, I am willing to go anywhere else to find somebody who will. So, not sure. And they're like, okay. Okay, fine. We can uh, we can work something out. So, um, we see a detective come and start talking to Mrs. Buttersworth and, like, get some info on him. Because they want to check his backstory about where the fuck he came from. Yeah. Like, where he got back from. And they, like, find a fire that was made on the side of the road where the Romani people were. Which, um, do you
2: think... I'm just trying to think about, like, that Mrs. Butterworth scene. Do they know that they're sending someone to talk to someone that, like, works with them? I don't know. That's, that's kind of, like, we can,
1: let's talk about it at the that's end fair. of this. Yeah, yeah. Because um, they, like, start talking about the beach and, like, where he came in on. And they're like, so that boat you came in on didn't have a name, huh? And he's like, if you were gunrunners, would you advertise? And they're like, yeah, I guess not.
0: Yeah, you wouldn't call yourself, like, the Gunrunner 5. <laughs> like, there's no, there's
1: no name on the boat, because it's an illegal operation.
0: That's yeah, so real um, quick. I like Mrs. Butterworth's
2: uh, blue diamond dress. Yeah, she's looking good. Yeah. It's a good dress. Yeah.
1: Um, but they start talking about, like, okay, on the basis of the log you kept, the line for the bearings of your permanent vice, like, the, the objective speed of your craft... Uh, your uh, craft I estimate You would have gone like three and a half knots um, Assuming fair winds And he's like yeah I mostly had fair winds he's they like, do okay. a lot of math <laughs> Yeah and he appreciates anything for the Tides he's like I have no way to tell what the tides Were and he's like and you slept for how Long and he's like I slept exactly Four hours out of every 24 hours I'm very and he's like oh wow so In your 25 days at sea you slept and you proceeded an average of three and a half knots for 20 hours out of each 24 out a northeasterly course and like they make the whole diagram on a map and like find that the village must be somewhere between like i think it's like portugal spain and morocco yeah i think is the the spread
2: which notable that like in chimes they set up it's in like lithuania right yeah it's completely and, like, it's different not, Like that can't be a lie because the twist Of chimes depends on the fact That they forgot to correct for Lithuania time Yeah So like, like they have objectively told you that the village is In two different places at this point
1: Yes Um, And like that's part of it Cause like Pris was saying like One of these must be right and it's like I don't know If either of them
0: has to be right Like yeah or, or Both can be right and that's just how this Series is yes right. Well, um, I think you could
2: take it two different ways. Like, if you were trying to explain it, like, maybe there's multiple identical villages and they just move people around in their sleep or fucking whatever. That's it's possible. Not, that's not less weird than some of the shit the village does. Just to, like, keep people on their toes or, like, keep them from figuring out where they are. Right. Or just, like, like, the village is more than, like, a physical place. It's, you know, the show kind of has, like, an abstract layer to it and, like, don't worry about it.
1: Mm, the fifth dimension.
2: Right, like, the village is a state of mind,
0: man. Aren't we all the prisoners?
2: <laughs> I mean, y- like, there's no way to you say... You joked, but that sound... was, like, episode
0: Shh. three. <laughs> yeah.
2: Like, there's no way to say that sentiment without sounding like a jackass, but also, that is kind of the point,
0: right? Yes. Like, there is a lot of, like, talk. I kind of was, like, looking into some stuff without, like, going too far to look into spoilers yeah. or anything like that. Of... There's a lot of people who see this as a uh, metaphor for uh, Patrick McGoohan quitting his previous job. Yeah. As where he played the spy and how you know the public viewed him and right. how everyone would keep their eyes on him as a celebrity.
1: Yeah. It's kind of like, it feels kind of like if somebody in 24 was self-aware and quit the show.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then made this. And I mean, like even beyond that, there's a layer of it's just like, yeah, the village is kind of a caricature of just like what society is morphing into in the Cold War, right? Yeah. Yes.
0: Uh, everyone is suspicious of one another, right? Like we're building everyone. this surveillance state. We have like,
2: like no, nobody you can't has trust name, anybody. Just have numbers. Yeah. Everything's becoming more like mechanized, but it still has like um, this veneer of traditionalism over it. So, anyway,
1: fuck all that, because Pinta Man is strong.
2: <laughs> Pinta Man is strong.
1: Wait, There's Pinta a milk Man? truck that drives up, and it just says Pinta Man is strong on it.
0: And I missed that. That's the shit. That's what Pinta I'm looking Man for. Pinta Man is
2: strong.
1: He is
0: strong. <laughs> well, it doesn't just say Pinta Man is strong, Molly. What does it say? It also says Better Milk. Better Milk? Well, that's
1: on the back. There is just a singular sign at the top of it that just says Pinta Man is strong. Yeah Um. So they um. Six is about to take off in a jet They are talking about his mission It is a like 750,000 square miles Of space to explore And he's like okay Well I'll sweep as far as I can today And then I'm gonna do it again tomorrow And the next day and the next day Until I fucking find it So um, um, And then Thorpe calls him number six
0: Yeah And he's like if you call me that again I'll fucking kill you <laughs> I yeah. will kill you
2: um, Which I like to also, think that wasn't like him ribbing him even though that's how six takes it I think that's him slipping.
1: Yeah, like right? Like that's yeah. that is part of it. Like it makes it ambiguous whether or not these people are with him or not against him. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's really... Pris was saying that she was really impressed by this slip specifically mm. because and also the swap on the pilot because, like, the milkman goes into the room that the pilot is changing in and then the milkman comes out in the pilot outfit. Like, Oh, wow, I
2: didn't notice that yes. at all. Yes,
0: yeah. yeah. Oh, that's
2: they, really they specifically, good. specifically,
0: like, frame the milkman in the background to... Uh, as going into the... uh... Place where the pilot is like Molly said Yeah, like, They do a really good job of keeping it Ambiguous enough yeah. of Whether the Village has infiltrated To the point where they could Swap all this or right. Whether it is on purpose yeah, Or like, whether it's like, like
1: one or two people Who found him and then put him back Just to try and break him
0: Yeah, I totally missed
2: that Pinta Man is strong Pinta Man is yeah. strong what do
0: you want me to tell you He's fucking big and strong I I will say that, like, number six, dude, I don't know if you need to be in the plane when you're (laughs) Uh, He does. He needs it. He needs it. I I know. I'm just saying that. Oh,
1: listen, he is opening himself up to getting thrown back in there. And, like, obviously that's what's going to happen, right? Yeah,
2: he (laughs) should be, uh, like, just a first ticket out to, like, the fucking Cayman Islands and, like, change his name, get a weird scar in his face and never talk to anybody again. Yeah, absolutely. Um, But he takes off in the
1: plane. Um, They eventually do find the village, but before that, we see, like, Thorpe talking to somebody, and he's like, yeah, he's an odd guy. And then Thorpe is like, he's an old, old friend who never gives up. Uh, And then that's the end of Thorpe and the weird other (laughs) army guy. Rip Um, Thorpe. (laughs) Thorpe. Um, So Six is keeping, like, really intricate notes on where they're going and what they're sweeping on. Um, and eventually, they do find the village, um, and I guess he does want to go back down there and like investigate again. Now that he knows that he can be picked back up, um, right. or but, maybe he just wants to get closer to take pictures, yeah, yeah or I something. Because he, he, well, he doesn't seem confused when he gets ejected by the pilot. Well, fair—you can't see his face at that point. Well, he puts his visor down on purpose. That's true. Um, but. The pilot says "Be seeing you," and then pulls the ejector it's seat so on. Him.
2: Good. It it's so amazing. fucking good. The pilot just has the goofiest tone. He's like, "Be seeing you.
1: Good. and then drops his ass out of the fucking plane. Oh, uh, it's the way. Oof. like. It's really good, but also at the same time Like I said, when Six lands He doesn't seem confused about the whole situation He seems like he knew that this was what was going to happen It's just, he's been getting Little hints that his mission has been Compromised the entire time
2: Yeah, I don't even think it's that he knew it was going to happen Just as much as, like, he's had that whole fall down and He's just, like, resigned to it He's like, well, fuck, yeah, that makes yeah. sense Guess I'll die <laughs> Yeah, exactly He's just laying yeah, like- in the sand, like, slowly unbuckling His
1: parachute, like yeah, but he gets out and he gets back up and he starts looking around like, "Yo, what the fuck?" Um, it it is hard to tell whether or not he thinks that he was going to come back here on purpose or on accident. Like, yeah. Um, but he starts walking towards his place. We see that cat a couple more times. Cats purring, having a good time. It's all excellent content right there. <laughs> um, and he eventually makes his way back to the number six house and he goes inside. Yeah, and- uh, and he, uh,
0: While he's walking through there's still no one there yeah, yeah
1: nothing here He gets back to his place and he looks around For a minute and as soon as he like looks Into the bathroom the shower turns on uh, And then the faucet Turns on and then all the lights Turn on uh, And he's like hang on a fucking minute uh, And then Number two who is Mrs. Buttersworth Comes through the front door with a birthday cake For him Ugh. wearing the Number two <laughs> pin and goes, many happy returns. And that, like, um, there is a noise outside, and he looks outside, and everyone is out there. And yeah. everything is back to normal in the village. And, oh, it's so fucking good. It's That's the end of the episode.
2: Yeah, no, it rules. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's good. It's so
0: fucking mean. Yeah. It's... Like, one of the worst things that they've done to him. It's like
2: the, one of the worst things, and I get the feeling that, like... My impression is that, no, this was supposed to be a nice thing. We we for, It's your birthday. We let you escape. That's what you want. That's kind of funny. Um, <laughs> but also,
1: it feels like... Pris was saying, like, they didn't even try and get any information out of him. And it's like... True, but this is just trying to soften him, basically yeah. This is this is one of the episodes where they're like, okay, we're gonna fuck him up a little bit And then really expose him to
2: something afterwards Like, the yeah, next well, one
1: is probably more direct
2: Because, yeah, I definitely, I get how you can take it either way I definitely take this as, yeah, fucking everybody is in on this conspiracy Even yes. if you escape, you can't actually escape, we're everywhere Right, this is, this is extremely... Um, I think like even if
1: Chimes of Big Ben didn't make you think like in Chimes of Big Ben you can think it's just exactly one person. Yeah, it's much harder to think that now. Like it, it is probably the entire like uh fucking British government military everybody.
0: Yeah, yeah, and like like I honestly expected them at some point like the generals go like oh why did you resign and like that would be that what breaks it. Yeah yeah
2: yeah. They learned the lesson They they don't ask They they got less horny for the question finally Finally But yeah like just like the fact that like They figured out that they need to jerk off Before talking to him So they don't ruin it
0: It's that easy (laughs) It's that easy (laughs) And yeah just her with the birthday cake Is such a good Oh, oh, yeah. She's such a bitch. I love her. <laughs> God.
1: What yeah. a cruel, cruel thing to do to a man. Yep.
0: And I like your read of it in the, of that. Like, oh no, this was your gift. Right. Like, this was your.
2: <laughs> this is what we got for you. Yeah. You got to think you won for a day. The show fucking for a rips. Uh it, Do you think this is better than the general, or is that still your favorite? Um I don't think this is I like him in different ways. Like I still even I, after talking to you about it for like in 2 hours, I don't know why you like the general so much. <laughs> it's cuz it's really fucking good.
1: <laughs> it's he's I here's the thing. Um I like this episode in terms of like an uh, a big kind of plot thing. Sure. Um in the general, number 6 is peak number 6. Yeah. And, that's and, true. He is he is the most six he has been in that episode. Mm-hmm. And I really like the thing that's happening with like twelve and uh two in that one, it's interesting. Um yeah, I I think there's a lot of things I like about the general, but this one right. is that's uh fair. is really interesting on a like meta plot
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. level. Cause this yeah, turns good. it into like what's even his goal anymore? Because it can't be to get away that doesn't work. Right, at this point,
1: it's just like, I guess I'll just be stubborn for the rest of my life.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I also, the butler is like right outside of him holding up the umbrella. It's good shit. Yeah.
1: God, love that, man. I love this show. It's fucking good.
0: Uh, actually, we have any questions? We do. I uh, told people to ask us about sailors escape and going home. Uh, from at Gatsby Low. If you're in the exact same situation as number six, what would be an ideal day? Uh, back home, given to you as a gift by the island.
1: Uh, hmm. Ideal. Listen, I would just want to be around the people I love, but yeah, you know, I'm just gonna be gaming.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like I would come back home and then do a podcast. <laughs> right, like. And then, like, I would go on a, like, trip to, like, uh, like... Oh, you're gonna go on a trip to, like, Disney World now. And then, like, I- I'd wake up and it would just be... <laughs> the village. I'm like, yeah, alright. Yeah, got me. You're
2: just... Dri- I'm imagining Ashley in the village you're just driving number two crazy because you keep critiquing, like,
0: the park design of the village. <laughs> the Green Dome is, like, the centerpiece. That's the Cinderella's castle of... <laughs> The island. I just think that if you move
2: this newsstand over to the left, it would increase, like, through traffic better.
0: God. Listen, like, you're you're pulling in a lot of inspirations from different places, and I think that's a, like, legitimate thing, but, like, they're not flowing as well as they could together. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, that'd be the problem is I would just be like, Okay, if you let me design, I'll tell you whatever fucking thing you wanna <laughs> have. Yeah, exactly. Uh, from at Tabletop Gamera, have you ever committed or even planned a daring escape? <sighs> I I had one where it was just like how I was gonna plan to skip school for a day to watch a movie. Oh yeah. It was like a half day and so I was like gonna have my parents like pick me up. Afterwards, it's like all right. So we have to like get out of school at this point. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't actually a big deal, but right, yeah,
2: yeah. I'm trying to think. I don't think I ever had an escape. Like I, ob- I've talked about my fucking Zoro scheme on here, but that was more yeah. of a break in. That's a break in. Yeah, it's not a yeah. breakout.
1: Um, I don't really have a specific story for like a-, a daring escape or anything. But one time I did scare my parents enough. I we were watching The Lion King in their room. And, like, the the room was set up in such a way that they had a really big bed, um, but there was, like, a lane on each side of it, you know, for, you know, each side of the bed. Um, But uh, my mom's side, the far side of the room, uh, they kind of never went over there, like, except for, you know, when they're getting ready for bed or whatever. Yeah, sure. So, they left the TV on, so I just rolled my ass over there. um, (sighs) And... They could not find me for, like, 30 minutes while I was Ah. just in there watching The Lion King because they never turned the movie off.
2: Were they, like, yelling for you? Yes. When you were just ignoring them. I was just watching the movie.
1: (laughs) Um, Great. And I think I scared them to death.
2: Yeah. I I was very obsessed when I was, like, nine with the idea of staying up all night. Like, every Friday night, I would try to. And, uh... My grandpa would be very, like, vigilant about, like, I'm I'm getting in there. Like, I had a shitty little, like, 10-inch TV in my bedroom, and I'd be like, okay, I'm going to turn this on, and I'm going to turn it all the way down, so just, like, one pip of volume, and I've got the... Re- I'm going to lay in bed and watch TV with the remote under my pillow, and I can hit the power button if I hear my grandpa coming. Yeah. And uh, I it didn't really ever fool him, and I would get yelled at a lot, and eventually they figured out, yeah, just fucking... Let him, and he'll stay up all night, and then don't let him go to sleep the next day, and he'll fucking learn that it's not fun. Yeah. Um, my parents
1: used to. So I shared a uh, room with my brother when I was a kid, um, and my parents used to let him watch TV after my bedtime.
0: That seems in smooth. our room.
1: What the what? Because he wasn't in school yet, but I was. Yeah, so they but, would let him watch TV, and then I would just be in there like I'm not supposed to watch it, so I would be pretending that I was asleep and just like watching the TV because he was.
2: Uh huh. Of course yeah. you were.
1: Yeah. Yeah. This is just fucking nonsense. Yeah. I don't know if they were trying to be like, "Hey, hint, hint, you don't have to go to bed yet." Like, but no, I would. The baby with anxiety. <laughs> I have been anxious since I was as long as I can remember.
2: Yeah.
0: For Match Home Purple, have you ever been out sailing or know how? No. No. Uh, I have. I've, I've been on a few boats. Oh, look at
1: Boat Bitch over here.
0: Fucking <laughs> oh, all right. Listen, <laughs> it, sometimes it's the only way to escape Florida.
1: That's true. Um, I've been on a boat exactly one time, and it was my uncle's, and I think he doesn't own that boat anymore because <laughs> he didn't make that much money.
2: Hmm.
0: I lost my fingernail on a boat once. Ooh. Oh yeah, I don't want
1: to hear about this again. Nope,
0: me neither. Alright. Uh but yeah. And sometimes I would uh be in canoes or I'd fish in boats. I've been on a cruise ship.
1: Damn okay, look at fucking Mr. Cruise over here.
2: <laughs> I was I had the meat like my family Fucking and- Tom Cruise over here. Nope <laughs> oh, that's me. My family and a friend's family like, decided to go on a cruise together, um, and me and my friend had a cabin to ourselves, and he had the bottom bunk, and I had the top bunk, and one time in the middle of the night, I had to get up to go to the bathroom, and I was on the ladder to like climb down, and the ladder broke off, uh, and I fell through oh. a glass coffee table. Yikes!
0: Oh, CZ Dub! <laughs> and I was fine, but it was very alarming. Yeah. That reminds me of the time I had a big framed photo of the, uh, like, Ocarina of time poster I got from a strategy guy. Uh. Uh-huh. And midway through the night, it fell on me and shatters. <laughs>
1: <sighs> oh, man.
0: So I just, like, woke up and there's just, like, glass on my face. Oh, God.
2: Yikes!
0: They're like, huh, that. Mm, not exactly what I would want. <laughs> yeah.
2: Ashley, I feel like it's a miracle you're still with us.
0: Yeah, that also. Not talking about the time I had a, a puck, like a hockey puck, uh, hit my like the corner of my eye. Uh huh. Or the time I fell off a car. <laughs> God.
2: Fuck all uh, that. Or
0: yeah. Or the time I uh, went head first over the handlebars of a dirt bike uh, on like near to a yeah. rock. I've had I've had a lot of things happen to. Uh huh. Missile Ashley, yeah. Uh, from at the Moon Rules. What is her ideal birthday cake? Also, fun fact: they use Patrick Good's actual birth date for number six. Which oh, is okay. Another thing for like him being yeah, <laughs> like that being kind of his OC character. <laughs> his, yeah, his o his original character character. <laughs> uh, I
1: I just like I I want to be straight. Just like vanilla cake, man. It's good. Uh, I also like carrot cakes, though.
2: Can you I can, uh, can I confess something? Yeah. Yeah. I don't like cake that much.
1: Yeah, I like ice cream much much better. I yeah, okay.
2: like cheesecake. Yeah. Give me a fucking cheesecake. <laughs> I'll eat that whole fucking thing.
1: Luke, you're fucking valid. Thank you. Yeah.
2: Um, Chelsea makes me cheesecake every Valentine's Day, and I fucking love her.
1: Wow. Wow.
2: She oh, makes um cheesecake cupcakes. This time she just made a full cheesecake. It was uh. Coffee and Nutella flavored And I love her That's amazing
0: <laughs> and, and this is a Chelsea, friend of the show, girlfriend of you, right? Yes, yes, sorry <laughs>
1: Chelsea respect zone
0: <laughs> Absolutely This is a Chelsea respect zone I, My uh, mom used to make And I still really love it It was an age of food cake uh, With peanut butter icing it was really good. That does sound all right. Yeah. Uh, from at my club's rabbits, armed with a piece of a helicopter and a kick-ass pop punk song, could Sonic the v- Hedgehog escape from the village?
2: No. Hmm. Yeah. Absolutely I want to say no.
1: What is no? Nice, he... nice try,
2: Hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> You're too slow. I was gonna say like, you know. I was trying to imagine the like you know moment with Sonic where he wakes up in his home and realizes he's not in his home. Where does Sonic live? Sonic doesn't have a house.
0: Uh, I I, I think he's in in a burrow.
2: Like I guess in the comics, he probably lives in like a treehouse or something in like the Freedom Fighter Forest or some shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: Fuck Sonic. Sonic (laughs) Sonic is a wanderer. Yeah. I guess he also just lives in, like, a
2: hole in the ground in the movie.
0: Yeah. Uh, From At Test Perfected, are watching the show now, I'm struck by how the show gives Number Six certain uh, native sentiments. From the very early episodes, he reacts to non-English rather than the village with suspicion, as a clear sign of something about the village is off. Yet puts Number Six in situations where his attempts to escape are hindered because he can't understand or speak to potential allies who don't speak English. What are your thoughts on uh, what the prisoner thinks of nationalism? Hmm. Uh, I think it is just a a further thing of the us-versus-them mentality. And I don't think that the prisoner necessarily... I don't think it subscribes to that idea. I think it is more using it as a way to talk about the growing concerns of the Cold War and how people are reacting to that.
2: Yeah, I have things that I could say about... Uh, I was going to
1: say, I think you probably have bigger ideas about this than what we can do right now.
2: Yeah, like, I, I have very specific thoughts about when she's like, Ah, she doesn't even speak English, but we need to finish the show before I can talk about them.
1: Yeah, for sure. I I think we could get back to this question, but I think, as of right now, I don't have a lot to say about it. Like, yeah, yeah he does keep, putting in situ- keep getting put in situations where uh, he does have to, like... Accept help from people who don't um, uh, speak English or are are not you know B- British people, but also at the same time, everybody who is British is constantly betraying him. Yeah, like it it's saying something, but I think I need the entire picture first. It's it's hard to say what they are going for
2: without. I think it's fair to say that this show doesn't have a high opinion of like the British government or at least the British no. like intelligence apparatus. And, and I I don't even think
1: it's being overtly critical about it. Yeah, uh, but it is saying like, yeah, there might not be anything good there. Right.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know if the prisoner is like in like is saying that like we need to dismantle, you know, the British uh, intelligence community. Sure. Yeah. No. I don't think it's that specific in its criticism.
2: No. Um. Uh, anyway, know, maybe say, ask like, us at- later. <laughs> Yeah, at this point in the show, you could almost say, like, number six is just, like, a really rock-hard, well, that's a weird way to put it, brain. Individualist, like, he's almost, like, borderline, like, libertarian weirdo, you know what I mean? Kinda, uh, yeah. I'm me, and I don't need anybody, I'll build a raft! He's very individualist. Yeah. And, like, he kinda scoffs at the idea of, like, any... Collectivist sentiment at all, and like it's coming from the village, so you know, fair enough. But and fair enough, but also, I mean, like, also, he was a spy for such yeah. a long time, and
1: he does kind of have a collectivist thing because he does keep going back to like the same people he's been working with for a long time to try and receive help, but it, yeah, it, you know, that keeps not working for him. We'll talk about this more in a couple months. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure.
0: Uh, from At Rush of Nowhere, if number six was more uh, genre savvy. Do you think he could have easily avoided falling for the most obvious setup in history in this episode? <laughs> or would the villagers just find a way to bring him back? I think they would have always found a way to bring him 100%. back. 100%. But... Yeah, like,
2: even if he mean... had
0: actually taken my advice and just
2: gotten on a plane to somewhere else, like, he would have just gotten ejected out of that plane, even though it's a commercial jet. Like,
1: Well, no, he would have been seen by, he would have been, like, pulled away by, like, the fucking uh, border security and then taken back to the village. Like, that's... it. Yeah. He just... It, d- I don't know. Genre savvy does not cover the fact that this is a fucking secret military like organization that is keeping people in a specific place, trying to get information out
0: of them. Yeah, I was, and in some ways, like what? we discussed, like his wanting to like ally with someone, even though and using the connections he currently had. Yeah. Is probably one of the better ways for him to go.
2: Yeah, I was reading, yeah. um, like, the fucking AV Club did reviews of all these episodes years ago, and just for fun, I was reading through them, and they kind of pointed out this show is basically uh, Coyote and Roadrunner, where number six is the coyote, and it's just like, yeah, no matter what happens, he's gonna get, like, caught again at the end, like... Yeah. Even if, like, he's in the shadow of the fucking, like, anvil dropping and he steps aside, he's still gonna inexplicably get hit on the head with the anvil. Totally.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Could I read those or are those spoiler-filled? Uh, pff, I will double-check them and let you know. Okay. I, Just don't, I like... think they're only spoilery on, like, an episode-by-episode basis, but I will double-check that.
0: I think right, also I d- at
1: some point, you may as well wait.
0: I, I know, I just like to read those. Like, I did it when I was, like, watching, like, Breaking Bad for the first time. I was, yeah. like, check. It's just, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, I mean, Breaking Bad was coming out, at, you know, when the internet happened. Like, anything, I think anything, like, examining the prisoner at this point probably speaks to the entire series.
2: Yeah, I, I yeah. think it only does
0: it in vague ways, but I'll, I'll make sure for you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, from at Pidmon... How uh, would number six do in the Stanley Parable? As to the narrator, uh, what are the choices he's faced with? I haven't played um, the Stanley Parable. Hmm. Well, first off, the prisoner is better than the Stanley Parable. Yes, it is. The Stanley Parable like, I- is okay. <laughs> I am more on the I don't like the Stanley Parable. <laughs> I <laughs> think it's, hard- it's
2: fine, but also got overhyped.
0: Yeah, I also don't know how much of that is just from like sheer... Everyone's saying how amazing it was, yeah. and yeah. that combined with it being treated more as a game than right, right, other stuff around that time period. Yeah, because that was like the same year as Gone Home, right? Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I can understand some arguments for it, but like, also, it was like hard to, like, when Gamergate was going on and oh, people yeah. were like. Oh this queer story about You know Two women that's yeah. not a game That can't be a game but you know this one where it's like A, a funny British man telling you jokes As you walk through it That's, right. a, that's, that's game. a game Yeah um, Yeah so like I I, There is some uh, Anyway yeah I think that they would have a, a very similar reaction to this Like it would be like a uh, And the one where you just keep jumping off of a high staircase that's when six wins, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it's like that's the one where like number two is like, no, what are you doing right, right? you can't do this, and you know number six would wake up back up in the office, but he'd be like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> um. Lady K Hirsch asked us about like, you know, it's another question about like K hey, why did he go back to those people, which I think we discussed a lot of.
1: Yeah, we we've talked to that already.
0: Uh also our woman number twos is honestly the best one because we're two for two on successful lady number twos. <laughs> that is true.
1: Uh, kind of. I I guess so. Uh was the other lady number two. Which episode was it in? Uh the election one. Tick tick. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I just forgot which one it was. I yeah. I don't know how successful was she? <laughs> Yeah, I guess that's.
0: I mean, she's got to slap him a lot. That's she pretty successful. She slapped him a lot.
1: That's pretty much it. Yeah,
0: it is definitely. The, it's one of the ones where he's in the least control. Even if kind of what they and honestly doesn't make a lot of sense.
1: Yeah, yeah. At the like at the end of the day, uh, I think what I'll say about the fact of these episodes with a with a female number two is they don't let them be number two for very long, do they? Um, get ready for next week. Okay. Yeah, sure. I, I, so far, not a good track record on that.
2: In general, you're right, because I, I think number, I think the next episode is also the only exception to that.
0: Yeah, I, I, I think it is doing a lot of you not expecting number two to be a woman. Oh, for sure. I, yeah, yeah, there's, years. there's yes.
1: something to be said for like this, this period in history.
2: Like the, it's, the doctor it's kind was of a woman.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah. Anyway, um, any other questions, Ashley? No, that's it for questions. Okay,
2: great. Uh, Luke, where can we find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at ssj speed SSJSpeedRacer. Uh, you can find other shows I do on AudioEntropy.com. Right now, that mainly just means on Playtest. It's a podcast that I the host. I GM two different uh, actual play campaigns. Uh, Molly's on one of them. It is playtesting a game that me and Molly have made uh, yeah. called on Become Your Best Self, based on JoJo's Bizarre Adventure and uh, Persona. Uh, it's a good show, and you should listen to it, and you should go to Patreon.com slash idolon protest on Protest? Nope, nobody's protesting <laughs> Idolon yet. <laughs> yeah, I, and I hope they never will. Same. Uh anyway. Idolon Playtest. Patreon.com slash on playtest, and uh give us some money. You get the game if you do. Yeah, give
1: us a it's fucking five dollars to get an entire tabletop RPG. You should play it.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So give us your fucking money. Uh, Ashley.
0: Yes. Uh, you can find me at Yuri Librarian with an underscore on Twitter and a dash on Tumblr. Uh, you can also uh, find me, of course, at audiorepeat.com and at com, and find my Patreon at patreon.com slash Ashley Lee Minor.
2: Give Ashley you your re- fucking money. More than ever, give Ashley your fucking money. Yeah, I'd really appreciate it. Hand Dog, it over, please. motherfuckers.
1: Let's go. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at your friend Molly, the Y E R. You can find me at audio You can find me at I need You can find me a journal updated um, where we are going to be releasing. By the time you hear this episode, I believe the dishonored episode will be up. That one is as long as the mass effect episode, but it's because we really like dishonored. Uh, so <laughs> Yeah. For, for once we are playing things that are good, um, but uh, do check out our mass effect episode as well. I think it's really good. Um, and you can give me a money at patreon.com slash Molly reinbeck. Um, You can also go to audioentry.com, hit that donate button in the upper hand corner, give us a little money for the hosting on the website, we'd really appreciate it. Thank you to everybody who has, everybody who will. Um,
0: Zoe would really love it.
1: Yeah, we would really appreciate it. Um, (laughs) Wait, what did you say, Ashley? I said Zoe would really love it. Yeah, Zoe Zoe would love that. (laughs) Fuck off. (laughs) um, You can give us uh, a little review on iTunes if you felt like, a little rating. We love those, those are great, that's good shit. Love them. and then uh, if you just want to, just tell your friends about us. We're watching The Prisoner. Tell them to watch The Prisoner and then listen to our show. We're really smart talking about The Prisoner. Yeah. Uh, we're really smart and we know when there's sexual tension in a room. So enjoy that. <laughs> yeah. Um,
2: anything else you guys want to get out before we go? Uh, you want me to read the description? Please. Yeah. Next time we're watching Episode 8, Dance of the Dead. Uh, number six comes across a body that is washed ashore with a radio. After sending the body back out to sea, he tries to use the radio to get rescued.
1: Okay. Yeah, sure. That's gonna be a fucked up radio. <laughs> it's gonna be a weird old radio. Uh,
0: anyway, actually, get us out of here. Until uh, until we see each other again. Be seeing ya. <laughs>